their army, who wear a protective mask every time they go out, but who never once think that Spidey's mask has always been CDC compliant. But not Robin's, or the Spirit's, or the Lone Ranger. And then there's Doug Bost and Adam Bernstein, two men who should have better things to do, but aren't doing them right now. These are two grown-ass men. Grown-ass men. With special guest grown-ass man, Sam Mastandrea. So I'm recording this already. I'm just ah! recording this on the Zoom. Freak out, man. Welcome to Grown-Ass Men. Good to be back with you, gentlemen. Yes, it is good to be back on another grown-ass episode. Uh, the last time we did one, this was just starting to begin. And we, ha- we weren't quarantined at all, but we were just starting to talk about it lightly. Yep. We didn't know what it was going to be. We were just talking about how weird it was that they had postponed the James Bond movie. And now right. everything is postponed. Postponed. The whole, yeah, the universe. Yeah. Which actually, I just read an article. I can't remember who said it, but like, why should they be postponing releases of any kind right now? Everybody's home. Now's yeah. the time to release shit. Yeah, you have a cap. You have a captive audience. Yeah, why the hell not? Yeah, you know, just put the movie on TV. No. You know, but I, but I think it's the amount of the box office, right? Um, like the box office ultimately would make them more money and recoup. Yeah, that's what Michelle yeah. was saying. I think they got to rethink that. That's really right. Not so we were talking about two topics to discuss today. One that's very timely, and the other that is also very timely, but in a different way. One, we were going to talk about, you know, since we're in the middle of plague season, we're going to talk about plagues in comic books. (laughs) Right. And uh, the other topic that we're going to talk about today is, (laughs) just for no good reason, what if? Because everything is kind of what if. We're We're in the world right now where, oh my God, what if? I could get together with my friends and do a grown-ass men in person. What if the Hulk wasn't green? What if Galactus wasn't mean? Spider-Man joined the FF and married Sue. What if Matt Murdock wasn't blind? What if the human fly couldn't fly? And Howard the Duck was president for life. What if? What if? What if? Only the Watcher knows. What if? What if? What if? Right. Yeah. And what if? What if we didn't have an off-brand butt plug for a leader? Yeah. So what, uh, are there any plague or airborne virus stories in comics that you remember? Sam, why don't you start this off? You've been- and, and by the way, does Mad Bomb qualify as one of those? Ooh. Because uh, uh... Mad Bomb was like a thing that made everybody crazy. And it infected everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in theory, yeah, it's not like a bio. Maybe it wasn't like a. I don't, I don't remember the origin of that. Maybe it wasn't like a biohazard. You know, maybe like it was a, like a sonic thing, right? 
Wasn't it a sound that got emitted and it made everybody crazy? It was a sonic device which caused people to go insane. Yes, the screamer in the brain, they called it. <laughs> that was Captain America, right? And I think they had to save Henry Kissinger from it too, right? Wasn't Henry Kissinger? Yeah, yeah, infected? I think he was actually in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Mad Bomb is the first Kirby return to Captain America. Yeah, yep. Right? Yeah. 193, I'm, I just seen the cover. I remember, I didn't remember the number. I certainly remember when that came out. Well, we can get back to that when we talk about what if, because there's another Kirby story when he returned to Marvel, when he did a what if. That was kind of funny. Oh. But still, all right, so Mad Bomb wasn't really a plague. You were guys were saying there was one in the X-Men, right? Yeah, that was the, the legacy virus. Yeah. Um, I believe removed everybody's mutant powers or stopped mutants and or stopped mutants from reproducing. Um, so my, my, uh, I, I, I don't have a whole dissertation on the history and <laughs> socio-political effects of the legacy virus um, handy. But um, I, what I did compile is if, if I had a um, comic book hero uh, coronavirus task force, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. who I would invite. Oh, let's uh, hear it. Okay. Yeah. So my, my, one of the first choices would have been the beast because he had experience with the legacy virus. He's got, you know, six PhDs. He's an expert yep. in genetics and biochemistry and electronics. So you obviously want him on the team. Definitely. Uh, I would want Karnak from the Inhumans. Ah, this is his power. Tell. Yeah. His, well, his power is finding the weakness in a person or an object, right? So if, Yes. He was able to figure out what the weakness of this thing is. Maybe you could bust it open and uh, start fixing stuff. Um, I, I, initially, I thought Hank Pym, but then, like on second thought, you know, screw him because isn't isn't yeah. like, isn't Ant Man just like the Nickelback of superheroes at this point? Um, <laughs> or at least among us, I would say. All right, you know, so we don't really need Hank Pym. No. And I'll tell you why, no. because my, my, my next choice, it can do the same crap. So I would take uh, Ray Palmer, the Atom. So ah. he yeah. could maybe surf on one of the viruses, right? And kind of like really document. Small. Yeah, document how it behaves on a molecular level. And he could like fight it on a molecular level. So like maybe you could send it in and he would just kick ass on all the germs uh, and virus germs. Maybe he maybe could do it one at a time. I don't know how quick. Uh, I'm not, not a big Adam fan, so I, I don't know. Uh, that's A-T-O-M, not to be confused with A-D-A-M. No, yeah. no. I, I, like, I always like the Adam, oddly enough. Like, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. I like him way better than Ant-Man. Yes. Um, I, got a few other, I got a few other people. Uh, so I, I would definitely want uh, Reed Richards, you know, for obvious reasons, but also because it would be really funny just to see him, like, use his, arm, his own arm as a mask. Just wrap it around his face a few times or something. Uh, and then I, I wouldn't want Dr. Doom, Dr. Kurt Connors, or Doc Ock. Uh, but would like Dr. Strange, you know, because at the very least, like when the shit hits the fan, you could just make us hallucinate, you know, and yes. we'd all forget about this crap. So that might Wait, be. Wait, I want to go back though. You don't want Doc Ock or Doc you know, or Connors or Dr. Doom? I don't know. They were bad guys. I, they're they're suspect. I agree, but you never know when they could just turn this around for their own good and just infect more people to 
uh, well, at least Dr. Doom and Doc Ock. Maybe, maybe Kurt Connors. I don't know. This comes to a point that I think I brought up before that I much more would trust the three of them than I do the current government. <laughs> well, there's that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, I mean, Dr. Doom has more integrity and possible connection to humanity than the people in charge now. Uh, I think that I think that uh, they would get uh, they would hold on to their jobs longer than Dr. Fauci. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Octopus would hold on to his job longer than Dr. Fauci. Yeah. So I was uh, suggesting that we uh, talk about like how would some of our favorites or non-favorite superheroes be dealing with the virus. Like directly, like you know what I mean. Like if we, yeah, like threw, they're, threw they're going out, through like, this too. You know what's their reaction? <laughs> you know, well, you know that Spidey would be Peter Parker would be working on a a vaccine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, some kind of. He'd be he'd be trying to you know invent something fast, and so would Tony. Definitely. And Tony. I mean, we have a lot of we have a lot of medical people in the superhero field. Yeah. But 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 the weird thing is like I because I thought about the same thing with that like task force and as much as Sony Stark could be building like ventilators or whatever yeah. but as far as like he's not a medical guy per per se so I wasn't sure what his like I, like at yeah, this point what are we creative I think one thing that Tony could do is he could create um, ways for us to. Uh, oh, be safer to, or kind to, of to like seal each of, other to seal ourselves off from each other. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you think like the thing could contract this? Well, like who who would be? Here's the question: Who would be? Sure. Who might, in theory, be immune to it? I mean, obviously Wolverine. 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 Yeah. Who would be immune to it? Well, then is that the idea that you would take Wolverine's blood and just start doling it out? Like injecting everybody with it. And what about every- Namor? You think Namor could get the coronavirus? Hmm. He probably could. I don't think the Hulk could, though. Yeah, what? What could kill the Hulk from the inside? Well, uh, doesn't like in theory, isn't Spider-Man and the Hulk aren't? Wouldn't they both kind of have radioactive like blood? Like, don't they? Aren't they always kind of radioactive to some degree? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. so yeah. does that burn off the? Well, here's a question I've always had about the Hulk. So let's say the Hulk contracts the coronavirus. If he changes back into Bruce Banner, does he just get rid of the coronavirus? Because then he can change back into the Hulk, and then doesn't he kind of get a do-over every time he changes back into the Hulk? Wouldn't it depend on who contracted it, like whether it's the Hulk or Banner? You know what I'm saying? Like If Banner got it and he changes into the Hulk... Isn't it? I, I kind of feel like it's a health do-over for for both sides of the personality. Like, so he doesn't have the same like chemical structure internally, is what you're saying. I'm saying if he's got a cold, if Bruce Banner has a cold <laughs> and he changes into the Hulk, and the Hulk is the you know the epitome of health, you and think might, and then he changes back into Banner. Banner's not going to still have the cold. Yeah, but what if? What if? So let's say uh, the Hulk is three times the physical size of Banner. So what if <clears throat> he he blossoms to three times the size and he has three times the amount of the, the virus, but then when he doubles back down, it still has that amount, except now he can't fight it off because he's not 
So you think then he would just succumb to it because he might Banner be. would Banner would just die immediately from it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just the interesting second act complication. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I also think about like the frustration that some people have because they couldn't just like go out and kill somebody or smash somebody because they have this thing and they have to stay they, home. They don't have immunity. Oh, who would of all the superheroes who would have the hardest time? Staying home, Thor. Yeah, Thor would he's not an like egomaniac. Yeah, he wouldn't like to stay in. No, Thor is just—he's like, I'm not staying home. Dazzler, probably Dazzler. Dazzler. <laughs> She's gonna go for just a go out to the disco, roller skate. Yeah, <laughs> some roller skating. Or like Doctor Doom, you can imagine like him in like a sm- locked in a small apartment, like pontificating to a dog, like at how he's gonna rule, like. Just wait till I get out of this house and just start ruling everything. And the dog is like, choosing its shit. Let's, uh, can we change uh, gears yeah. and talk about yeah. What If for a minute? What If is uh, a comic book series that started in the 70s and it's still going today, I think, occasionally. And yeah. now they're going to make a TV show out of it. And the whole idea with What If is where they just take kind of accepted things in the Marvel comic book universe and they say, what if they didn't happen? Like, what if somebody else got bitten by the radioactive spider instead of Spider-Man? What if somebody else became the Hulk instead of Bruce Banner? Yeah. What if, you know, all these different possible things. And some of them have been good over the years and some of them have been stupid. Is the Watcher always in What If? I think he introduces them, right? Yes. Always? Well, most of the time anyway, yeah. In the ones that I've read. Yeah, me too. But I didn't know as it went on throughout time if the Watcher's always hanging. No, I'm pretty sure he's he's almost always in the Oatu is, you know, he says I I watch all the possibilities of this of this realm and I see Uh that things could turn out differently. Yes. I have it, by the way. I have this. Nice. Is that all? Oh, that's the complete early ones. Yeah, this is the complete early ones, and uh, you know, there's some good ones and there's some really terrible ones. One of the worst is the one where, um, what you know, what if other people became Spider-Man? And there's one where Betty Brant becomes. She gets bitten by. Uh, you remember Spider-Man's girlfriend? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Bitten by the radioactive spider. And she becomes Spider-Girl in the most sexist, late 70s costume I've ever seen. It's the worst. Oh, man. Oh, I like it. Come on. (laughs) It's also weird. It's totally weird and just needlessly sexist as a costume. The word word saucy comes to mind. (laughs) And ugly. But there were some... There were some that I didn't even remember. I love What If Conan Walked the Earth Today. That was a really I good read one. that one based on your recommendation today. Did you like it? I loved it. I mean, I had a lot of things that I liked about it. I mean, visually, it's freaking happening. Yeah. I mean, it's John Buscema and Ernie Chan. It's so happening. The look of it, it's classic. Yeah. It really took me deep into like all those issues. It's a great idea. You know, he comes to New York, right? Yeah. 
There were some, though, that when I looked at them, I thought, oh, nobody wonders about this. Nobody cares <laughs> about this what if. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what if it was, what if Wolverine was Lord of the Vampires? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't care. I'm, I'm not, nobody's thinking about that. Nobody wants to know. What if Sergeant Fury had fought World War II in space? What? Who yeah. wants to know that? What if, what if the thing was allergic to peanut butter? Yeah, exactly. What if, here's a great one. What if, speaking of Dazzler, what if Dazzler became the herald of Galactus? Nobody, and apparently in that uh, issue, she falls in love with Galactus. There were a couple of uh, funny ones that, that they would run every, I don't know, you know, year or two. And there was one that was like, uh, what if the Watcher was a stand-up comedian? <laughs> Um, no, I mean literally. And yep. that was the, uh, the what if the original Marvel bullpen had become the Fantastic Four, and it had like Jack Kirby and Stan and uh, Sal and Flo. Who I'm not really sure. Well, yeah, yeah. That one I actually like that one. And Ker that Kirby, Kirby's the thing. And but Kirby did the art for it. Yeah, Kirby wrote and drew that one. Right, right after he came, he so he went over to DC. And then when he came back to Marvel, he said he would never draw the Fantastic Four again, but they got him to do this what if. Oh, okay, okay. And so he did end up sort of drawing the Fantastic Four, but it was he made it him and Stan and Flo and Saul Brodsky. A general question about the what if stuff, that because I, I was poking through some of it, that I noticed, like, I, I don't know if they used that, that title for, like, proving ground for some of the artists. <clears throat> so, like... Not that the art was ever bad in there, but sometimes it was a little subpar, you know, compared to a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wasn't sure if you guys noticed that too. Well, the one I read was amazing. You know, that was like Roy Thomas and John Buscema. It was like the regular team who did the Conan one, which is uh, number 13, by the way. But then I read What If 31, which is what if uh, Wolverine killed the Hulk? Which is kind yeah, of I started reading that on his uh, first appearance in the Hulk, and instead of, you know, he kills him. But then it goes on to have a whole thing of him joining the X Men, and he doesn't fit in. But he's kind of joining the old X Men rather than the team that he joined. And it's just weird. He's jealous of Cyclops, and it's, but it's drawn and written by people I don't even know who they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right about the proven ground idea. Well, I think because some of them, like some of them, they would be a great concept, and then they just wouldn't go. I don't. They, they didn't really necessarily go anywhere. Um, not that they really had, you know, had to, but like, uh, just like you'd get invested in the, the concept of it, and it would just kind of peter out. I mean, they got one here. You know, what if the Avengers had been formed during the 1950s? And the art, it's written by Don Glutt. I have no idea who he is. And the yeah. art is by Alan Kupperberg and Bill Black. Just doesn't, right. not, not the A-list. Yeah, they're trying people out, I guess. Well, now a lot of the um, what-if ideas have become just mainstream ideas. You know, what if other people got Spider-Man's powers? Then they just do, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just Spider-Man now. Like yep. Miles Morales and Spider Gwen and everything like that. That's just the way right. it is. What if the Hulk went to another planet? That was a what if, and now it's like Planet Hulk, and it's the, the Thor Ragnarok. I mean, that's a, it's just a regular right. story. Yeah, yeah.
Well, I mean, I just always say, how do they mine these stories forever? We're talking yeah, 50, 50 60, 60, 60 years. years. <laughs> yeah. You know, how do you come up with new fantastic four stories? Well, let me, I, got a, I had a question I wanted to pose to you guys, and it, it fits in with that exactly, and that being, are comics that have an ending better, like ultimately better than maybe ongoing things like The Watchmen or Beef of Vendetta. Like, they don't really mirror real life where somebody doesn't really die for, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like throughout this whole, like, uh, you know, every experience. And then, like, anything that like, I really love, I think they seem to be self-contained little things where they seem, I don't know, there's something a little more... Um, I know what you're saying, but I, I feel like that some of my favorite comics take great characters and just invest new life in them. Like you look at Daredevil Born Again and you say, okay, well, that's, that's an old, it is kind of a standalone story for Daredevil, but it's taking somebody who exists and a set of characters that exist and making something great with them. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of like what a good, TV show does, or a good sitcom is able to just, you know, keep finding new ways to... You know, but Frank Miller and Daredevil, that must be 30 years old already. Yeah. Right? I mean... But it's still my, one of my favorite comics. Yeah, I love... I mean, certainly I love that stuff intensely, but continue. I thought, Sam, you meant, like, continuing all this time. You know? And well, I like find, this, like... I, the work yeah, as a whole, you know? Yeah, I don't, it's kind of that, and it's like, well, even now, like, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan and reading this stuff forever, and, like, I, I will still read it currently, but, man, it's going through a real stinky, just, like, uh, like if it was music, it would be the hairband era, you know? Like, just, <laughs> uh, just not a lot of substance and kind of, you know, fluffy, whatever. But I'm sure it's hard, but if you think about it, same thing you're saying, like, you're doing this character for 60 years, you know, yeah. imagine trying to do like a Rocky movie for fifty years. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. How do you, how do you keep coming up with? And it's to the writers' credit that they do come up with story arcs every, you know, five years or however long that you get really invested in that character again. I, I'm sad not to go to Rogers' time machine and the comic book store, Forbidden Planet. We got to get back to those times when we can. Go to the yeah, it's crazy. Comic. They're not even cranking books out, you know. Like they're not. I, I don't think. I mean, I don't think there's no release dates for things at least right now. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, I real mean, quick uh, for the the what if stuff. The um, the, the letters pages in in the original what if was called yeah. why not, and then the in the version two it was called what now. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> 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 uh, well, it was great to talk with you about these uh, these very important subjects. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. Stay well, stay safe, stay inside, and read some comic books. Yeah, Heck yeah. All right, friends. Thanks for listening to Grown Ass Man. All right, thanks, Sam. Thanks for being here. Thanks, yeah. guys. Be good. Grown Ass Man.